they're there at 1030. I ain't going to make that, no, dude. We're... What's up, everybody? Welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got your... You got Mass Dog. <laughs> Mazzy. And you got Miguel. And you've got Miguel. Miguel. <laughs> Welcome. Miguel, Miguel is here, podcast. guys, and he's kicking butt. So here's where we're at. We've got a lot going on here on the podcast. You guys go on to the selfevidenttruth.com. Guys, share this video. I'm going to ask you to do this for me. Share this video. Share and comment. The more you do that, the more the algorithms get pushed, but it also gets the content and information out there. You guys are listening to us because you know what we're providing is good, and we want others to get the same. So, mm-hmm. guys, go ahead and comment. Share all that stuff. Again, go to theselfevidenttruth.com. If you have not, if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Hit that little bell thing, the little notification. You know, make sure you guys are getting all of our stuff. And I've got something for you. Um, the uh, Tiki Tacky Lackeys is, uh, seem to be busting up for us. So if you're on the Tic Tacs, be sure to make a comment of check out the full podcast, right? Um, put that into the comments if you're if you follow us on TikTok, cause we want to get those TikTok viewers over to the actual podcast. So be sure to uh, go ahead and make that comment, go ahead and share on YouTube. If you are on YouTube and you mostly watch us on Facebook, go onto YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, share it, that kind of stuff. This helps us get exposure. It's not about the numbers for us. It's about you helping us get the message out. And, and yeah, we, baby. we want this message out to as many people as possible because we know this is true. You know, stupid is the, 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 the fact that truth is trying to be suppressed. I think the more we, we look at this and we look at our numbers just on Facebook, the other platforms are doing fine, but yeah. Facebook alone has really done well to suppress numbers. But the fact that, again, we're going to say, we're going to keep harping on this. The First Amendment's clear. You can't suppress free speech. You cannot suppress free speech. Even this, this, this whole thing, this, this disinformation board that they're doing, we'll keep harping on this, guys. It's going to be biased. I don't care what they say. And if you're a liberal, listen to me. It's going to be biased. You probably and want that, but wait till another wait till president. Trump's in office. Yeah, wait till that happens. Guess what happens. Then you're, you know what you're going to do? This is unconstitutional. This is illegal. Okay. Suppress my you want to give government authority, you watch what they're going to do. You want to keep giving them power. You watch what they're going to do with it. Liberals get the bullet, too. Absolutely. Sorry. At, at some point, they will come for you. This has been proven time and time again. Yeah. Even if you're against us, even if you can't stand what we say. It's totally fine. That's fine. We love you. But understand, we're standing up for your right to say what you feel you need to. Yeah. We're standing we're up defending for the right you. for you to expose your ideas in the public sphere. We we we, are. we want to give respect to your ideas in the sense of you can say what you want to say. We don't want to limit that. If a conservative president came up with a DGB, KGB, Stasi yep. Yep, style totally. program, we would be adamantly against and it. And we would be. And we are. We're against when the Republicans, the right, does something completely unconstitutional. We're totally behind it. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're not for more laws. Uphold the ones that are already there. Make it Get really government, easy. Dude, government expands in both parts. What, what don't we see here? This isn't about right or left. This is about government expanding, and they do it constantly. Guys, we've called this stuff out, too, under President Trump. It's the same thing, President Bush. We will keep doing this yeah. until, until we die, I hope. And, and understand, at some point, they will try to crush you. 
they will they will try to crush you. They will. And so we are sounding the alarm well ahead of schedule because it'll come to that. And we've we've been proven time and time and time again that we're right on what's coming down the pike. It's not conspiracy theory, crazy authoritarianism. Yeah. It takes over once it, it gets its tentacles in. And dude, they're not going to rel- relinquish their authority, their no, power. No, of course what, not. What government program? Congress, the president, all of them finally went. You know what? Served its purpose. Bingo. Time, time to end this program. We're good. We're good. Bingo. So Biden Never. wants Biden's passing gas. <laughs> um, in front of the Pope. Yeah, Biden passes gas, or at least we should say passes on gas, right? I mean, he's. <laughs> Seriously, like this whole thing with this is our topic today, right? Biden does not want to drill here, right? There's obviously an agenda behind it, right? It's all stuff. Call me conspiracy. We'll hit some some here very soon. Agenda 21 and this stuff is real. Goals 2000, all that stuff is real, right? They've been proving this for years. This whole Geneva vote, the Geneva convention that they're doing, Geneva vote that just happened. Uh, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 talk yeah, about it. Fill me in. But it's about it's about constitutionality, and and we had a question on the last podcast of what's going to happen if they vote not to go with our constitution. I don't care what they vote. We're an independent nation. I don't care what they vote. Right. that the vote doesn't belong to them. It, it belongs to us. And they they can vote everything they want. Dude, it doesn't mean we have to agree. To my it. rights are not transferable. You and and people need to get it through their head just because. The the UN says it just because the the World Economic Forum says it just because NATO says it just because the Paris Climate Accord says it doesn't mean we have to align with it. They don't do anything to China. Dude. China doesn't agree to exactly. most half of this stuff. Exactly, because we're in hot so, to China. So we don't have to agree to this. Exactly. Stuff. I get so tired of what if they sign something that overruns our constitution? We don't have to follow it. Yeah, now, the we problem don't abide is by it. How many people in, in offices running our country are going to say, well, we got to follow this. If they say that, get them out. That's right. And they don't even understand the Constitution. No. I'm not supposed to align myself with a foreign entity and take over their laws. Our Constitution makes us a, 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 a free and independent nation, right? And again, does not give the authority for the government to go do this stuff. No, we're not doing this. And so it's up to us again. Yeah. We got to tell them we're the boss, not you. Shut up. We, Sit down. And it, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm, 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 I'm really being cautious because, guys, sometimes the title of pastor and Christian, you have to restrain a lot of your speech. Did you see my text <laughs> yesterday? Yeah, text yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to restrain your speech because you're like, Lord, I don't want to be in the flesh. I, I'm not trying to be in the flesh. But when they start violating your rights like this, you start, okay, you know, this, this is wrong here. So it's yeah. both sides. It's not just one or. And we keep harping on this, but we want people to understand. And I wish our social media team would post these kinds of things. You know, I'm serious because then people wouldn't say, oh, you're the right. No, we're not. We're not on the right. We're not on the left. We're conservative I, Christians. I'm sorry. We're constitutional Christians. I don't, I don't know how many times I have to say we caught a lot of flack for calling Trump out. Yeah. We, uh, let me Why say not? this. Let me say this to the left, to the progressives, to media matters, whoever wants to clip this out of context. We called Trump out. You can find the podcast. We didn't appreciate some of the stuff that he tried to do. And that's not an insult to the the right wing, to the conservative base. Look, hold your leaders to account for what they're doing. 
hold your principles, measure them by the principles. Don't turn around because then you get into a lot of mess. But here we go. Here we go. Biden. Um, he, he wants you to have gas from location unknown. We don't know where yet. This is craziness, man. Because in a move that we can all agree was wise, well thought out, carefully planned, and well made with a direct reading of the pulse of the nation, the Biden administration has canceled a massive Alaska oil and gas lease. Thank you, Biden. Uh, that's Obama's fault, actually. I'm sorry. Thank you, Obama. This one was one of the most high-profile oil and gas lease sales pending. Now, the Department of the Interior, the DOI, another bo- another beautiful three-letter organization. I'm telling you, if it's a three-letter organization, have questions. Scrutinize. They claimed a lack of industry interest in leasing in the area was the reason. Bunch of crap. A bunch of crap. Over 1 million acres in the Cook Inlet was up for leasing. And not only this, but the department also canceled two other leases in the Gulf of Mexico due to conflicting court rulings that impacted work on these proposed lease sales. Now, we'll get into what was impacting the sales. But here's something you need to know. Federal law requires the Department of Interior to stick to a five-year leasing plan for auctioning offshore leases. The department had until June 30th to complete the sales. Now, here's the question. Why cancel it early? If, if it's not going to go through, allow it to expire, so that way you can just use the argument, well, it, it expired, we couldn't get it done, sorry. But they cancel it early. I, I, I put this in the notes. So, Mass. Can you imagine the guy concerned with PR pulling his hair out on this? Like, dude, you had six weeks. We could have let the whole thing die out and blame the expiration of the law, but you had to go and cancel this early <laughs> in the midst of economic collapse and inflation and gas prices. Like, this is what you're doing with your time. You got to see that. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I ask questions in my head a lot, right? And, and again, why? Th- why is the most important? Yeah. Wh- why? Why? Are they doing this knowing gas prices are this high, inflation is this high? How are they going to justify this? And why are they trying? Like, what's the deal? Right. Why are you doing this? Do you want gas prices to go up? Wouldn't that look bad on you? Why are you allowing this? You know what I mean? Mm. Is this is this created chaos, contrived chaos to bring in a different kind of like a structure set? You know, you start asking questions. yourself. Yeah, start asking yourself questions because this makes no sense for them to do this, right? It doesn't. It doesn't. If, if you saw the poll numbers right now, he's he's doing really crappy, right? So w- what is it about this that should make you question? what What's going on behind the scenes that they're not saying to you? Because, dude, this could drive, and I'll say it. This is just what I think, my opinion. This could drive gas to 7 bucks a, do- a gallon. Easy. I could if, see it. Because imports, we're only dependent yeah. on foreign imports now, not well, our local imports. So we, the first- I mean local United it, States. The first day in office- he he starts the process of canceling the Keystone XL pipeline, right? So so we don't have North American domestic production. The whole thing flares up with Russia, and all of a sudden there's talk about an embargo on Russia oil and, and boycotting that. We canceled the Alaska, 1 million acres of lease. We canceled that. The state of Alaska was involved in the whole process. They They were one of the bidders on the whole project. 
we cancel that. We cancel projects in the Gulf of Mexico of, of being able to lease out. Where are we supposed to get our oil? The Saudis. That's exactly it. Can y'all tell me, first, we're over there to stop terrorism. No, Desert Storm. So we've been involved over there for, what, 40 years we, now? So... Way more than that, maybe. But it's like it starts off early. All of a sudden, it's Desert Storm. And then all of a sudden, we're over there to stop terrorism. And now we've always been in hock for their oil, for their gas, right? We've always been somehow in contract with these guys, right? we got to stop terrorism, but we're still buying oil. We're still, we're still giving them munitions. We're, them. we're still giving them munitions. We're yeah. still, you know, we're still giving the them. war in Yemen. Yeah, all this other stuff, right? China. We never question why they don't have to follow the rules. Because oh, they're no. China. Yeah. But everyone else has to. Somehow Russia has to follow these rules that China doesn't have to follow, right? Why? Follow the money. This is craziness, you guys, if you're not seeing this for what it is. Now, I have hope. I always have hope. Guys, yeah. I, I, I'm not spilling a, 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 a hopelessness here. What I am saying, though, is you can get ahead of this and be proactive about something. <clears throat> excuse me. When you figure out what's the whole agenda here, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> I want to I want to get deeper into this. So. Biden signed an executive order temporarily suspending new oil and gas leases on federal lands. We all remember this. We remember the cancellation of the XL pipeline. Now, there was a court order saying that they couldn't do that. So they resumed new leasing. They had continued new leasing last month, and then they out and canceled this thing? Huh. Kind of interesting. Biden can't get his executive order through. The court says, no, you can't do that. And all of a sudden, the Department of Interior decides, well, we'll we just got to drop these. We, we only had three bidders in Alaska for that million acres. One of them was the state itself. Bingo. Bingo. You're telling me the state can't get through with that? <laughs> Follow the money, Follow man. Follow the thinking money, man. So in Wednesday, on Wednesday... Remarks to Fox Business, former Trump-Pence EPA transition member Steve Malloy traced the lease cancellations back to Biden. Sure. And he said, in Alaska, the problem was that the Greens scared off virtually everyone. It's expensive to explore and drill, and the Greens made it pretty clear they were going to make it even more difficult. Now, according to Malloy, pressure from climate activists scared the oil companies away after Trump had opened Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to drilling. Now, this move had attracted three bidders, including the state of Alaska itself. The Greens will always chase after these oil deals. They will. They, they will. they will do everything they can to cancel it. The EPAers, yeah. Yeah. These people care very much about no oil. The problem is, and I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. Tangent. Tangent. They don't understand how much oil is used in everyday Items, you know, thousands of items are produced from petroleum products. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. How do you want to replace that? You know, I think about, too, like the greenies, right? The, they're all green and all this other stuff, right? How frustrated are they? Like down in Jupiter, for example, how much land is there to build on anymore? There's nothing left, right? right? But nobody's saying anything. They're all for expansion. There's probably a pretty liberal board down there somewhere, right? Yeah. But they just keep, you see what I'm saying? When it profits them, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Right? Well, it's well second thing, up, they man. want to supplant more trees. How do you get out there? Petrol, y'all. Did you? You know what I mean? Like to go plant the trees. This is so ridiculous. I, I just heard a statistic that there's more trees on the earth than ever before. Right. But think about this, right? The earth is really good at replenishing itself. That's literally the creation it's, of God. It's amazing. I'm not saying, 
I'm not saying we destroy it. No, I'm saying, dude, innovation happens. You know, uh, I, a lot of the new tech companies, right? These new you know, car companies, not new car companies, car companies in general, coming out with electric vehicles, better, more sustainable electric vehicles, right? Because I think they were hearing a lot of the concerns. You had a guy, you know, Elon to do it first. People like the Priuses, they were complaining about the batteries and stuff like that. People are now starting to come out with more, hopefully, better vehicles, right? How does that happen? Industry, time, it replaces, you know what I mean? We start to really, we don't want to affect our planet. Dude, look, I'm a Christian. I'm not a greenie. But I agree. I don't want us to destroy the planet. God gave it to us. We need to respect it. We need to respect it. I'm not Mother Earth here, but like we need to take care of it, preserve it. If he gave it to me, we're entrusted with it, right? My home, same thing, right? I'm entrusted with it. That's a good thing. It's when they start to go really weird. It's like a doctrine or a cult following. That's weird. When you won't allow any any consequences to happen. Yeah. They, But they're very selective in their consequences, too. Because if you look at, at the, the electric car industry and the precious metals and the mining it takes and the amount of water it takes in that type of process, that's very ecologically destructive. It is. And it's 100%. ecologically destructive in countries that aren't America. Which, adding on to that, why is it that we are quite all right with oil production happening in Saudi Arabia, oh. where the the environmental restrictions are nil, they don't care. <laughs> but but we can't allow it in America, where we have the EPA that is up everybody's butt in the oil and and I've been there. I under you drop a single drop of oil, you're supposed to report it. Everything is supposed to get reported and anything that gets dropped on that ground, you're supposed to go through a whole process of cleaning it up. Now, do the oil companies follow that? Not always, but it is there. Are you telling me that Saudi Arabia has a, a yeah. similar organization? Think about this. <laughs> do people complain about the pollution in Dubai? No. And Dubai is prosperous, dude. They are. I was just looking at some videos, some footage, some, 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 you know, some, some different things how prosperous they are so they, held, they held some of the top guinness money. book of world records on some of the buildings they have and properties and yep. how technically technologically advanced they are in a lot of ways i mean i'm not saying they're ahead of china or anything like that but they're pretty like their industry over there is popping they're doing okay and they don't seem to care about what we're caring about here in america they, right i don't think they care too much about the ozone layer yeah they don't and we're the ones in hawk right now and these people okay <laughs> Let's get into this for a second. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. If this goes on TikTok, I'm okay with this. I'm going to go there. Just, just hear me out. We think the one world order is coming. Do you think Saudi Arabia is going to give up that? China is going to give up that? Right? Dude, they Thank don't. They, they ain't going to get you. And even if they do, do you think they're going to follow those rules? So what's going to create? A war. They're not going to be in unison. They can't be. They cannot be in unison. Unless you start taking out leaders and putting in puppets, which could ultimately happen. But, dude, the industry is too good right now. Dude, China's making bank. India, or, I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia, they're making bank right now. Right, right now, the, 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 indus, uh, the munitions industry is making bank off this Ukraine, Russia, Which we're going to get into, you know, man. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you make that point because follow the money. That's, that's really, honestly, should, that, hey, let's make that the title of this podcast, right? The follow the money. You, you bring up China. You bring up Saudi Arabia. Think about this. China is a dictatorial communist regime. Do you really think that Xi Jinping is going to get in line with a global one world order? 
do you really think that the the royalty of Saudi Arabia is going to get in line with a one world order? No. No, they're not. So it's not cut and dried that every country is signed on to this whole thing. The question is, do we have to be? Come on, dude. We don't have to be. Let's get a little bit more. It's into this just whole, so it's stupid. So, so it's crazy, just so dude. stupid, dude. I, I mean, it, you have to just sit back and think logically about this. And it's like, this is where I'm like, Lord, I need to run for president. I need to run for Congress or something. You know what I mean? Because this is just common sense stuff. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, but if you create too much of a change, they want to take you out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you start getting too. But it's like, okay. Yeah. But, but again, conspiracies. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but this is real stuff. Yeah. Right. And and when you start to question this crap, because like the stuff we're about to get into, it's like you got to start asking real questions, not just getting talking points for people. Start asking your own questions. Why is this happening? Why are we giving money to, to Ukraine? Why? What's I, the deal? I think that's a big aspect of this podcast is the question. Why? I think one of the biggest things we want to spark in people is like start asking questions of why something is taking place. Why are they doing what they're doing? You know why I ask a lot of these questions too? Because they're not divinely appointed. No, they're people. They're, they're employees. Dude, they're employees, but they're people just like you and me. And we can screw things up, you guys. If I can screw things up and I'm a leader and I have people who check me all the time, which is good because I want them to because I put them in my life to check me. Why don't they want to be checked? Right. So if they're just like me, they're people just like you and I. That's why I question them. It's not because, oh, good, you just question government because it's no, no. They're spending a ton of cash, killing a lot of people, a lot of babies, and they're blaming you for it. So hear me out. They're the ones allowing it, and they're pinning you against each other. Think about that. They're dividing and conquering you as they're the ones doing it. And they're, they're dividing and polarizing you and they're playing this tribalism stuff so that you can get distracted by the tribalism and not what they're doing. You see how they do this? It's, it's so, this is why we were talking on the last podcast with Jennifer. If they build you on a foundation of lust and emotion, that's exactly where they'll keep you. That's how the Antifas were born. That's how, uh, of the world. The Occupy, the one percenters, where'd they go, right? Occupy Wall Street people, right? This is how Black Lives Matter starts. Is it true Black Lives Matter? Of course they do. Of course they do. But all of a sudden now they're the ones buying mansions. Dude, socialism, wake up. Open your eyes. This is why we talk about this stuff. Listen, we're not capping on the church, okay? You are the church. My pastor's not doing it. Then you go be that thing that your pastor needs to see because only the spirit of God's going to wake that pastor up. So you can sit here and say, pastors, wake up. Yo, your word isn't going to get them to wake up. It has to be Christ saying, Lazarus, come forth. Get up out of your grave. Do something. But Christ had to be there and be that example for them and actually teach them through it what faith really was. You don't understand what I'm about to do with the, with the church. You don't understand what I'm about to do with them. And what if God is using the minority so that he could get the glory? If we would quit capping on each other, I'm serious about this. Thank you. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. If we would quit capping on each other and capping on our little nuances, okay? I'm not talking about heresy. That's a whole different aspect. I'm talking about those who don't do like you. If you would quit that and just be the example, people will follow. Twain said it. Mark Twain said it. He said in the beginning of, of, of a patriot's life, basically, he's saying he's first mocked, ridiculed, and scorned. But then when his cause succeeds, the timid then join him because then it costs nothing to be a patriot. 
I'm so glad you remember that quote because I was looking for it the other week and I could not find it. I'm just, this is seriously, this is something you gotta know about Massey is like, he has this, this spiritually gifted ability to recall quotes. Um, just an aside, but courage and, and what he's saying is completely on. You've got to have the courage to be able to say something because you may just inspire somebody to move forward. And sometimes it's as simple as having that conversation with your own pastor and saying, we need to be focused on this. We need to move forward on this. We need to do something about this. And if your pastor won't do it and you're called to it, figure out, okay, Lord, how am I going to do this? But I'm so with you in this whole capping on everybody for everything thing. You are a part of the body. You are a single part of you the can't. body. You cannot criticize the foot because the foot is not picking up the cup. Ooh. So go with that for a minute. What if some churches, we saw this in the revolution, not all of them stood up for the revolution, but they did preach against the sins in the, in the pulpit. They may not have gotten involved in the war, but they preached against public sin and it was advocated by our founders to do so. So instead of like saying, hey, they're not getting involved in government, they're not seeing all these other... But what if they are preaching against abortion and idolatry and all these other things, right? They're just not physically involved. You don't know that. We don't see the church standing up. Dude, I'm seeing it everywhere. And guess what? One man with God is a majority anyway. So whether they are or aren't, so what? You keep doing it. And Dude, Sean Foyt is not a church, but look at that dude. Make it Killing rose, it right man. now. Dude, Joe Z, they're not a church. Look what they're doing. Chris Ann Hall, not a church. Look what they're doing. They're being the church. They're taking ground. And I think I think a people are the ones who select their leaders. And what I mean by this is the heart of the people will produce the leaders in front of them. Think about it. So it wasn't that Saul produced people who reject God. Ooh. People rejected God and got Saul. <laughs> So if say that again. That people, is a clip. People rejected God and got Saul. You have to see this through the lens of your own church, your own body, your own area. You have to change the heart of the people first. You'll get the leaders that you're asking for one way or another, good or bad. Dude, if you is if you are standing <laughs> up in your church, continue to stand and pray for the leaders to come forward that that have the heart of God. If you have a pastor who's asleep and your whole church is awake, that pastor will leave and you will be presented with a pastor who is awake. Listen, listen, you said it, you said it so well. Saul didn't drive away the people from God. It was the fact that the people were driven away from God that got a Saul. Ooh, come on. Your pastor's not leading you astray. He can't, he doesn't have the authority to lead you astray. He's a man. See, this is so good. When we listen, I'm not saying to speak against your pastor. No, no, that's not what. But we're you're saying obviously at all. still at that church. Yeah. Why are you still there? If you feel they're not doing it, get out of that church and find one that's doing something. You see what I'm saying? Instead of trying to create the issue, go find someone, or or take it on yourself and go do that thing that the pastor's not doing. Start a constitution group. Number one, shut your mouth and just go do it because God wants you to do it. Let Christ shine through you. You know, I, we get a lot of people who talk about, uh, my pastor doesn't want to get involved God. in politics. My pastor doesn't want to do this. My pastor doesn't care. Your pastor cannot control you starting a constitution group. 
and going through a constitution course. I know a great one. He, he can't control hey, that. Sh- and, self, shameless and, plug. And if he is going to control that, then that's a call. You you start. Yeah. A, that's a call. B, you start praying about, Lord, am I still supposed to be here? If my pastor won't allow me to meet with some friends on a Friday night to start a constitution group. Now, this is different from, well, we don't feel we're being fed from the church, so we're going to start our own spot. That's a, that's different, a different thing. Thank you. For, that is a for different thing. Very well said. Do not create a, a division in your church. Bingo. But if you are passionate about learning about the constitution, learning about your government, learning about the framework that this country was founded on. Your pastor cannot control you having some friends over to learn about history. And have you gone to the pastor yourself? Thank you. And, and, and said these things instead of being on Facebook, instead of being on YouTube and capping on the people you don't even know. Have you gone to their churches and saw, have you? Because it's it's really easy to cap on people, you know what I mean? But Matthew 18 is still in play, y'all. And it's not a sin for them not to be involved in government. <laughs> it's not. There's not a sin in that. Yeah. Is it wrong that they, I mean, we can all agree that we we need to be involved in government for sure. But wow, we went off on a tangent here. Yeah, we did. But it's, all, um, but, it's but it's good. It's, and it's really guys, good. Guys, we could even, stop this for a minute. We could even clip that out and make it its own thing. Because that was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can just like clip that out, make that a part of something like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of encouragement for the church. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. on a separate day or something like that, if you want, because that was easily seven minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can definitely run it on YouTube and sure, and, sure, you know, sure. I, I don't want to take it out of the original podcast because it was so good. Okay, cool. You know, All but right, let's uh, do it. I'd love to clip it out and make it its own. Dude, clip. that was that was the thing you said about I'm going to start crying. That thing you said about Saul was so good because that brings liberty. Saul didn't make you forget God. You already forgot God and got a Saul. Right. That's so good, dude. That puts the responsibility back on us. So good. Dude. And that, that's, so good. that's what gets me. Wow. We'll call this uncensored or something. Um, that's what gets me about that whole thing is like people always say, oh, well, the leader and the leader and the leader. No, the people ask for the leader. That's nailed it. The, the people get the leader. The, it's, it's the fruit of the hearts of the people that produce the leader, right? Getting back into it. Dude, I you know what? literally almost started crying yeah. when you said that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I think we're good on the gas stuff. Yeah, let's keep going. We're good. Okay. Back in it. Number 10. Number two. Number 10. This one is fun. This one's just fun for me because it's so ridiculous, Elijah. It It's so outrageous. It's... What a finger in the eye of the American people. This is right up there with baby formula being sent to illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's right. I called it out. $40 billion to the Ukraine because we can. Because we can. (laughs) Because we got the money. This is great. I love it. Support Ukraine. Hashtag Ukraine. Hashtag blue and yellow on my Facebook filter. Boy, shoot. Oh, my gosh. So recently, President Biden requested $33 billion <laughs> in order to help sustain the war in Ukraine because we have a big dog in that fight. So Congress, they, they were angry. They were so angry that they heartily agreed with the White House, but they determined President Biden was stupid because he wasn't calculating <laughs> his numbers right. 
they figured Ukraine required seven billion more than what was originally requested. So now we're up to 40 billion. Thank you, Congress. Thank you so much. Biden, you're wrong. Not 33 billion. 40 billion. Because yeah, we have that money laying around oh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's called a yeah. No, actually, uh, the Democrats have started a new program um, where they are collecting cans on the side of the road and returning them for deposit <laughs> money in order to raise the money for Ukraine. <laughs> We're starting to recycle all vehicles now. Yes. We have to we have to yes. ride our bikes. <laughs> Biden or uh, Obama's uh, cash for clunkers program has really made inroads, made waves in the financial industry. So this isn't the first money we've spent, guys. Dude, watch this. February 26, 350 million. March 16th, this year, 800 million. March 30th, 500 million. April 12th, 750 million. May 6th, 150 million. So this is only $3 billion, guys. Calm down. You you crazy conservatives with your whole fiscal thing. This is only 3 billion. But by the close of April, U.S. total expenditure in the war of Ukraine was close to $14 billion. Sorry, guys. We we need to send them a little bit of money. Yeah, They're hurting. We they're, haven't done enough. Hurting. We need to give them something. So at least 20... Can, can you... Can you, Dude, what could you do with $2, billion, $2 million? Oh, my gosh. I would totally just waste What could it. you do with $2 million? <laughs> right? So much, right? Man. What so could you much. do with a hundred million? Let's put that in perspective for people because we think about it. Now we're voting for trillion dollar budgets, right? Let's just think about a hundred million dollars. What could you do with a hundred million dollars? Extrapolate that out one billion dollars, dude. So much money. And and somebody was somebody was commenting uh, a <laughs> political commentary was was saying look think about how much waste is going to happen in this because so the Ukrainian army gets billions of dollars of funding how many corrupt Eastern old Eastern Bloc generals look at that amount of money and go well if I separate out one million. Nobody knows. How quickly do these guys start, you know, pulling a little million off the top and that goes into a Swiss bank account somewhere? Don't call me conspiracy theorist because look at our own government. Right. Our own government has these pet projects that get them somehow tens of millions of dollars for their own jurisdiction, you know, which I'm sure is a part of this whole $40 billion. So at least 20.4 in this is earmarked for security and military assistance. That number of $40 billion plus $14 billion already outpaces the average annual amount we spent in our own war with Afghanistan. We have spent more on somebody else's war by May than we were annually spending by year in Afghanistan. Wow. Wow. So- so along with this, we've committed to a war that's not our own. We spent close to Russia's entire military budget for the year. Oh, to, this to, fries me. Yeah, to a small nation. That is corrupt. That we have, we have no reason to be in a part dude. of this. 
We spend more than 10 times what Russia does on our military and even three times more than China does. Our full military budget is 10 times more than Russia and three times more than China. These numbers are astronomical. But we're so desensitized to it because we hear about trillion dollar budgets. And we're spending 46 billion so far. It's only May on this war in Ukraine. 10 weeks. 10 weeks. We have we have now blown 46 billion dollars. You know, one of those clips, people are like, he's mad about abortion. Well, I get mad about seeing crap happen like this. Go for it. I'm uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> you know, <sighs> I just, uh, I guess here's 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 what I'll say to all this. Do you see what happens when government gets involved in things that they don't need to be? Do you see when we start going out of the scope of authority that they have? We're just, start, just giving money away to people, right? So we're giving, what are we giving away so far? Three billion in support, right? And but then it, another <clears throat> eleven billion, and we're about to do forty billion. I'm prefacing this with. Trust me, I'm not for government spending like this at all, even in our own interior. No. Because the people should do it. But you're giving away $3 billion to a foreign country. Have you seen California and the homelessness population over there? Our Veterans Association, all these other things? I mean, seriously, I'm going speaking in the natural. I'm not speaking constitutionally right now. I'm speaking right. just if you were to look at things openly, right? Have you driven on roads, some of them here in Florida? Some of them screwed up, potholes, whatever, right? They're everywhere. But Ukraine needs $3 billion and another $40 billion, right? You on the left, if you can't see this hypocrisy, you're, you're, you just want to be willfully ignorant. You want to be. You on the right who can't see this hypocrisy, you want to be willfully ignorant. You want to be ignorant. That's a willful disobedience. I'm telling you, it's a willful disobedience. You want this. I don't. And most Americans who have their heads on their, you know, heads on their shoulders don't either. This is why we need to get involved politically. This is why we need to vote in the right people. This is why we need to stand. And no, President Trump is not going to fix this. He's not. I don't care if you like that or not. He's not going to fix this. Because it's already happening. Right. It's up to us, the people. Congress. It's up to us. You see what they're doing now with this whole abortion thing, too? Trying to get Congress to pass a bill to codify abortion? Yep. You see that? Thank so, you, Manchin. So, so wait, 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 wait. Hear this. Hear this. So since 73, they've just proven it wasn't law. By them doing this, it proves proved. Congress is the only one that can enact law. Think about that for a minute. Because they're trying to codify something that wasn't law. That wasn't there. Okay. This is the whole reason we do these is one day like we, we I shouldn't even say one day. We already are politically involved. We talk to so many of them and throw, throw our hat in the ring and our voice. And we're just one of many. There's many out there. Right. We're one of the, the, the many. But like we're not like others. We're, we're, we're not touting the Republican flag here. You know, we're not anything like that. We're not. We're just common sense thinkers. You know, and I love people who think common sense. We're not for a party. We're for the nation. We're for freedom. We're for liberty. I don't care about libertarians. I don't care about Republicans, Democrats. I don't care about none of that stuff. I care about liberty. I've always cared about that. 
I voted for libertarian candidates before. I voted for Republicans before. Don't ever think I voted for a Democrat before. Yep, not the, not the, not to yeah. my recollection, because they're so diametrically opposed to the Constitution. But yet, there's many Republicans that are too, and they may not say it to you to your face, but their votes show it. I just have a local local congressman. Something about passing to 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 fight toxic algae when your schools are being overrun with CRT. That's your mission field right now. Let's go after that when guns are starting to be in the national public again or in the public eye again. Right? When forced vaccinations were starting to happen for workplaces. Yeah, where were you on that? Yeah, maskless or masked kids, public schools, and we're fighting toxic algae. We should, but that's the, that's, there it is. That's my, that's the hat I'm going to, that's, that's the, the thing. That's the hill I'm going to die on. That's my platform. Yeah. When Congress is literally destroying people's rights. When Congress is literally spit in the face of God by going against who who is the author of life, we're gonna do this. Yep. This is why I can't. I it's so hard to talk about this stuff without getting upset, because it's like here we are. Dude, there's real man. issues. There's real issues facing the nation, right? And guess what? We named another day today. It's a donut day. You know, it's like, wow. What? You know, thanks. That's why you can respect a guy like Anthony Sabatini. Yeah. That's why you can respect the Rand Pauls, the Thomas Masseys. That's why you can respect a lot of these do- the the Tulsi Gabbards. Being Democrat, she's very if, sound. If there were a couple of Democrats that I would possibly vote for, Tulsi Gabbard, Joe Manchin, dude. Yeah, he and, has proven he's principled. He's principled because it's, it's constitution. Even now, uh, uh, Tulsi Gabbard coming out. I'm not promoting her. I'm just saying this is kind of cool. She's like all of you that are for this disinformation board that's happening. She goes. I want everyone, Republicans and Democrats alone that are for this, to go back and read the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. You can't cancel and censor free speech. It's like a Democrat is saying this, dude. No. And you know what I mean? That, that shows principle in my mind. That's it does. I want to get more into this, this Ukraine thing because there is something that you kind of got to know about this. And maybe you, maybe you just haven't paid attention or you haven't connected the dots, which is quite all right. That's part of why we're here. So Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is actually a former board member of Raytheon. Raytheon is a big military manufacturer, right? Fact, it's well known that there's a revolving door behind or, or between the military and, and the higher levels of military and what's been coined the military industrial complex. So this includes private companies such as Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed, Northrop Grumman, and General Dynamics. I'm going to get into some numbers here, and that may make a little more sense as to why do we keep throwing so much money at this Ukrainian war? So some may ask, how does a war in Ukraine have any effect on the private military business? You know, if you ask that question, let me enlighten you. 2018, the U.S. had 39% of market share in exporting major weapons. Can you guess who is number two? 19%? Russia. Who do you think is not supplying Ukraine's military arms right now? Uh, Russia. So who do you think would love to step in to supply Ukraine's military arms? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. U.S. How much exporting of arms and major weapons? So the top 13 behind Russia combined 
the top 13 behind Russia combined barely equal the U.S. market share. 13 countries barely equal what the U.S. produces. USA Today reports the U.S. is home to half of the world's 10 largest defense contractors and to 43 of the top 100 defense companies. One country, the U.S. This is... This was in 2000, uh, sorry, these companies accounted for 59% of the total arms sales by the world's 100 largest defense contractors in 2018. This was an increase of 7.2%. Now, how does this carry out in real life? So the Javelin, Javelin anti-tank missile is produced by Lockheed Martin. Now the Ukraine is blasted through their supplies. They've used it over and over and over again. So they're they're short. The U.S. has transferred plenty of its own military equipment to the Ukraine. It's, in fact, depleted its own stockpiles because of how much we're sending over to the Ukraine. So in order to maintain inventory, U.S. is going to need to re-up their supplies with massive contracts. Now, you may think this is a massive conspiracy theory, but it's kind of hard to look at this situation and see anything other than our government sliding up next to a company like Lockheed Martin saying, look, dude, uh, just let me dump what I have into Ukraine and then uh, you can resupply me. And better, well, hold, hold on. Better yet, I'll send a bunch of money to Ukraine. They can buy from you as well while I have to re-up my contracts. Talk about a double dip. Who stands to profit from the war? The U.S. I rest my case, man. Yeah, always. We're the ones always pulling in these kinds of contracts, and somehow we still spend more. You know, you would think, uh, you know, we spend on foreign nations, then we go out there and we make money on foreign nations, and we keep spending that money on foreign nations. What are we doing? I mean, this is why this whole racket, that's why people don't get involved. They're like, this is just so ridiculous. You know what I mean? And you know what gets us is our politicians, our our leaders, we would think they'd all be in up in arms about this. Yes, Rand Paul is up in arms about this. Rand Paul. One guy. One guy. There are so many other congressmen that should be up in arms, that should be screaming from the rooftops about this whole thing. Yet Rand Paul seems to be one of few to only who is actually making commentary on this and trying to stop this whole thing. So on last Thursday, Paul delayed the Senate vote. And while leaders were unanimous in their agreement to proceed with passing the package, Paul refused to do so until changes are made. This is where it kind of gets me on this whole Paul thing is like he didn't just come out and say, what are we doing? We don't need to do this. He came out and said, well, we need an inspector general to monitor exactly how the billions of dollars are being spent. So in one sense, yeah, hey, thanks, Paul, for rising up. Why the heck are you just arguing for an inspector general yeah. to keep track of this? Yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't either, but I, I – I, no, I don't. Actually, I, there's no justification for it. I wasn't going to justify it anyway. I, I was trying to see what he was thinking, but – you know, I think this is where him and his dad would totally be opposed. His dad was not for foreign invasion, foreign wars, foreign giving like that. But I like what he says here after that. He says, my oath of office 
is to the U.S. Constitution, not any foreign nation. And no matter how sympathetic the cause, my oath of office is to national security of the United States of America. So, so in essence, America shouldn't be involved in this, is what he's saying. The problem is he can't fight himself against a, a, a whole Congress. So I know what he's trying to do, and they may do it. But, dude, who are you going to trust? Dude, we couldn't even keep Fauci straight. You, you, the, the inspector general that you're talking about, do you think they're not going to fudge numbers? You think they're really going to control it? Yeah, like the whole the disinformation thing. We just want to make sure that whoever's in there, this is what the right said. We'll, we'll, we're for it as long as someone in there is not biased. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Who, who are you going to trust in there that's not biased? Come on. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, no. How about no spending? And Paul continued on that quote. He said, we cannot save Ukraine by dooming the U.S. economy. Gasoline alone is up 48%. Energy prices are up 32% over the last year. Food prices have increased by nearly 9%. Used vehicle prices are up 35% for this year. And new vehicle prices have increased 12%. He, he noted inflation doesn't come out of nowhere. And he pointed to deficit spending and pointed out that the U.S. spent almost $5 trillion on COVID-19 bailouts. He said, Americans are feeling the pain and Congress seems intent only on adding to that pain by shoveling more money out the door as fast as it can. This is insanity. This is absolute insanity. I don't understand. I understand, but I don't understand. I don't either. I don't either. I mean, even some of the stuff here, you know, the, 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 the bill and its provision and they're going to allow, they want to allow Biden to do stuff without congressional authority, yeah, move the, funding. The continuing of the military authorization yeah, stuff. Right, right, right. And it's like, oh my gosh, look at him. He's being a dictator. Well, dude, Trump did it too. He was taking money to go fund the wall. All these other things, just transferring from one thing. Now, I get it. This is a foreign country. It's a little different. But we're allowing the president now to become a king. Just give me what I want so I can go do what I want, okay? I don't need your approval because it takes too long. And I got to make decisions because we're in an emergency. Emergency to who? And I'm pretty sure it was a Republican that that put forward that bill to to give authorization to Biden. I'd have to double check that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a Republican. I got nothing. Man. I'm defi- I'm just, I'm just as dumbfounded <laughs> as you are. I'm like, this is just the more the more I sit and think about it, right? The more I'm like, anybody with half brain should be dumbfounded at this. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And, it, and dude, this yeah. proves emotionalism is winning over principle in a lot of ways. I'm talking about yeah. in the public, no, in, the, right. in the media. You're right. I'm talking about a national sentiment, but in the media. Because it's like, pray for Ukraine. We need to do everything we can for Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Ukraine. It's so crazy. Like, we're all Ukraine. And now we're like, wait a second here. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Because emotions win the day. Yeah, now we're, now we're not even arguing whether or not we should be involved. We're just arguing about the dollar amount that should be sent to them. Why? Why Ukraine? Why Russia? What the heck's right. going on? And if, if you want to make the argument that uh, Ukraine has a bunch of natural resources that uh, we should defend and it's part of our job to defend because the economy enter economic problem here. You know, because there's not economic problems already. So Russia gains control of the resources. So they have a bit of leverage on that. Okay. Yeah, they have to sell it to somebody. Is... When did uh, we start policing the world? Right. 
Let, let it settle itself out. And, and if Russia gains control of the breadbasket of Eastern Europe, okay, then I guess we're buying some grain from Russia. Or let Americans produce it themselves and get your, get government out of their and, business. Yeah, and get the quit, subsidies out of corn. Quit, yeah, quit oh, buying, quit I buying, just pissed off some farmers. Quit, quit, <laughs> well, quit buy, b- buying fields and burning up their pro- their crop, yeah. right? Which is what we're seeing. Yeah. Why, why are they burning crops? Why, you know, why the what, two planes went down at major food uh, packaging places? Why? Why, why those places? Out of nowhere, it just happens to land on a processing plant. I'm just, dude, ask the questions. You couldn't tilt the plane this way. It just happened to land right on top of a food processing plant. I want to hear you talk to Paul about that one because Paul is adamant that there's no conspiracy about the whole. I don't care. (laughs) No, I'm not throwing him under the bus. I just, (laughs) I don't. It just so happens. But but yeah, this whole food. So what will ease my fall is a processing plant, not the field. Magically, just right on top of it. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> you call me nuts, uh, but hey, I, I'm cool uh, with you calling uh, me. Call uh, me nuts if you uh, want. I just I'll admit, only place. I don't know where I stand on the whole thing. Of I, course not. <laughs> but I'm willing to say it. I don't care. I. What gets me about all of this? No, anyways, uh, dude, look, what, look, what let's, just, let's just, let's what just, let's just, let's just, what gets me? Nothing. It, it, so just end it. I, I got to end it on this quote from Schumer because Schumer is always good for a good quote. He said, it's clear from the junior senator from Kentucky's remarks. Notice he throws in junior yeah. senator. What does he know? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to aid Ukraine. All he will accomplish with his actions here today is to delay that aid, not to stop it. As that, as though that's going to win the polling for the day. He doesn't want to help Ukraine. How evil of him. So go fight the war, Schumer. Pick up your gun that you don't want Americans to have. <laughs> I, want, I want to see Schumer on the Schumer and Pelosi on the front line of Ukraine. Now, I will say that would probably be a very effective battle strategy because I don't know how many Russian soldiers would want to get near them. They would probably run. But Schumer is trying to embarrass Paul by saying, well, he wouldn't even want to aid Ukraine. I don't want him to. I don't want you to. I think we forget the fact that Ukraine is not a perfect nation with a perfect track record that that we need to align ourselves with completely and this isn't a well they deserve to be invaded i don't want them to be invaded i want their independence to remain i don't sure they're corrupt yeah okay but i still don't want an independent nation to be invaded however at the same time i don't want to fight everybody else's wars Because right now we're ramping up the spending. We got troops on the borders. We got troops that are training them. We got... Yeah, oh my gosh. Russia is invading Ukraine, a sovereign nation. Your freaking government is invading your states. Your United States government is invading your states. (laughs) Yeah, you're worried about Ukraine right now. We get it, right? 
But our U.S. government literally does not care about states' rights. They've proven that time and yeah. again. They don't care about you. They don't care about your state. They don't. They Gosh, don't care. Your church. They don't care about you. They don't. This is about an agenda for them, and they know it. And again, they keep you in tribalism. It's yeah. it's literally good versus evil. This isn't about right or left. It never has been. It's literally tyranny over liberty every time. And we're worried about another nation right now when your own government, your own U.S. government won't even listen to you. They're doing whatever they want. So they'll cancel pipelines and they'll make inflation happen and they'll print money at will and tell your schools, you need to do this. You need to go tell businesses to go mandatory vaccinate. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like, this is, what, what are we doing? The, so let's just run through a small list of this because I think we need to put it in perspective. They'll shut your businesses down because they say it's not safe for you to have your business open. They'll force you all to wear masks. They'll try to force you all to get vaccines. And when that doesn't work, they tell every company that they need to force you to vaccinate yourself. They'll send off your money to foreign wars. They'll get themselves involved in foreign wars, even though the Constitution is clear, common defense. Not common offense. Not common offense, common defense. They'll allow your shelves to not have baby formula, yet there will be pallets of thousands of offerings of baby formula products for illegal immigrants. They'll point the finger at you and tell you you're racist because you want a comprehensive border protection program. They'll call you crazy because you're saying, why are we spending- And we're defending Ukraine's borders. Right. We'll defend their borders, yet they'll tell you you shouldn't be able to have a gun, yet we'll supply Ukraine with plenty of arms and training Gosh, to defend themselves for independence. The, when you step back and you look at this big picture, wow! if you're an authoritarian, if you're on the left wing, if you're a progressive, I have to ask you this. Like, At what point- do you stop and ask, am I being taken for a fool? Am I being used? Do they actually care about me? But they'll throw you a couple of bucks every couple of weeks, and that's enough to placate you and allow you to submit to what they want to do. Because the best part of it is, well, they may oppress your neighbor. And at some point, it'll get to the fact that you can you can report your neighbor and you won't have to deal with them anymore. And that's great and fine and wonderful until you get reported. Yep. I'm warning you. I'm reaching out and trying to warn you. This is not the path you want to take, even though you think this is the path you want to go. Because guess what? It crushes those crazy conservatives. We're not arguing for more of your money to get spent in foreign wars. We're not arguing for you to have a restricted supply at the store. We're not arguing for your gas prices to be $7 a gallon. We're not arguing for you to be oppressed and your views to be oppressed. What we're arguing for is your liberty. I don't care if I agree with you or not. What I care more about is whether or not you're being oppressed by a tyranny. And I don't know how to convey this to some people to where they'll understand that I'm not fighting on this issue of this, that, or the other thing. We'll have that argument. I mean, just, just, but I want to have the argument. Exactly. Just think with me for a minute. People aren't angels, right? So those who clamor for more government because people are mean, they're this, those same evil people can exist in government. 
and they will oppress you. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what your point of view nope. is. At some point, they will. At the end of the day, you. it's all about control. It's control. And we don't want that anymore. I'm tired of this. So we will do everything we can to stand against it. We'll teach. We'll, we'll stand. We'll, we'll run for office. We'll do. I mean, it's cool to have friends that are running for office and things like that that we can help promote and do. We'll continue to do what we're called to. You know what I mean? That's what we're here for. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for watching. Do not forget to share, like, subscribe. Do what you need to do. Get onto the other platforms, even if you don't frequent those platforms, and do a share, do a like, do a comment. That helps the algorithms to get this out. Remember, it, we need your help. We need your support. And so if you want to be active in this whole cause, part of that is getting some exposure to these ideas. Get these ideas into the light. So until next time, I'm Mike. You got my buddy, Mass. I'm making a compilation, dude. I'm doing it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's, I, I don't, if you're listening right now, you need to go to this podcast video and get to the last couple of minutes because you have to see this face Massey is giving. And on that face, I want to sign out because this is exactly how we feel about everything going on, people. So I love you guys. Have a great day.